0: Welcome back to the online friends simulator, because everyone could use a friend, even online. I am Francis, A.K.A. the other guy, and thank you for coming back. I really do appreciate it, and I want to give a huge thank you right off the bat to the people who listened, who are just so wonderful in giving me feedback on this show. I did not really expect anyone to listen i mean i kind of did this for myself as i had mentioned previously i mean this is a little selfish but thank you so much to marks aka mr marks on twitter for uh giving pretty much immediate feedback I, i i loved it thank you so much for the encouraging words and um as you can see i'm still continuing to move forward with it uh to tony aka lister's mate for doing pretty much a reaction video to this show and um giving some really wonderful advice and um I'm really glad that you you got something out of this that was uh, that it that compelled you and and got you to to do something so uh, so nice as as a as a video. I want to thank superhero.xyz or as uh, you know we Americans say xyz to Jasmine who was also very kind to listen to the first episode and give me such wonderful feedback. I, I really do appreciate it. You didn't have to do it. And I thank you so much for, for listening. And, uh, of course, uh, to Taylor, aka cute idiot. I am not calling her that. That is her handle. Uh, she is such a, uh, yeah, she was very encouraging, such, uh, so lovely to be able to, um, to, to even listen. She's she's willing to listen and stuff and, and was very encouraging, uh, when I was doubtful about uh, doing this in the first place. So thank you so much, Taylor for, that for just just the kind words. And I hope you like it. I know you haven't listened to it quite yet, or maybe you've already listened to it. I'm not quite sure. We're in the middle of transitioning that whole thing. But yeah, I really hope you like it. And I would be remiss not to thank my uh, podcast partner and host of Points of Interest podcast podcast, Mr. Josh Hawks, who also listened to it and provided such very encouraging feedback. Thank you so much, Josh, for that. So let's begin. How are you? How are you? What's the crack, as they say in Ireland? What's the haps? Not like the crack the drug. They say crack is like a thing that they say in Ireland. What's happening? What's the? What's going on? I hope you guys are doing well. I really do. How am I, you ask, as I hear you through the uh, interwebs here. I'm doing okay. I mean, I'm, I'm maintaining my good mood as of the last time we've met, which is over a week ago. I'm, I'm maintaining that good vibe, and I'm really happy about that because... As I talked about in the last show, I had a large stint of not having really good vibes. And as a little bit of a PSA, and I know you've heard this before, and I'm kind of being a hypocrite, if I can speak properly here, by saying, don't be like me. Please, 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 if you are at all feeling any type of depression or experiencing anything that that is uh, like that, you don't have to necessarily seek professional help. I mean, I, I feel we all should at some point or another. I mean, I did, but I hope you go and find a friend or someone, family, someone you can talk to, someone you can share um, these moments with that can help you kind of ride out the storm because it's, it's really difficult out there. And I know that I'm going to be starting a roller coaster here in this episode. I mean, it's, it, we're going to start kind of high, pretty happy, good times. Happy times, we're going to get kind of low, and I apologize for that, but it's a little bit of why I'm doing this in the first place. And then we're going to get up by again in a good mood, and hopefully uh, ride out the rest of the show in pure joy and bliss. So where do I begin? How am I? I'm, like I said, I'm doing okay. We um, had rain. I know I'm talking about the weather, but it's very, there's a very specific reason why I am talking about the weather, because rain is amazing. When you live in Southern California, you don't really experience a lot of rain. For us, rain is, um, I want to say there's a lyric in a song about rain, which is very apropos for this episode, as we will be talking about music. But I'm not talking about Lannis Merced either, rain on your wedding day, not that. There's another song about rain in California or in LA. But anyway, Oh, Love Hurts. By Incubus. I think that's the song that I'm thinking of. Oh, man. Well, I didn't mean to go there right away. Um, but yeah, uh, it was raining. It's been raining, and it's lovely, and I love rain, and we don't get enough of it. And whenever it rains, this is something I've always wanted to do, and I attempted, sort of, to try to make it happen this weekend. When it rains, it's kind of the perfect weather to kind of sit down, relax by a window, ideally at a cafe with good company, with a hot cup of coffee or hot chocolate if you're not feeling the caffeine, and you're just sitting there enjoying that warm beverage with a good friend or a date or whatever. But, you know, I I, I, yeah, I really enjoy that kind of scenario, the soft pitter-patter of rain on a on concrete or on a, against a glass window, soft jazz playing in the background, maybe a little uh, Melody Gardot or, so, you know, it's just something in the background, maybe Pink Martini playing some Sympathique, I think it's called. It's a French song. I like the song. I can't say the word. I'm not, I don't speak French. And just having that music play in the background, sipping, again, that coffee and just enjoying the company, that is across from you from the table, which is apparently a more and more rare thing to see as more and more people sit side by side in tables nowadays. I don't get what's up with that. But yes, just sitting across the way from someone just having a wonderful conversation. Maybe I had not mentioned this on the show. I know I had mentioned this on Twitter, but I used to have a friend of mine. Uh He and I would go to a Starbucks and just play chess. It was very rare. Nobody else did this at the time. And we weren't... <laughs> We were a little pretentious when it came to chess because we would bring this really large glass board with these glass pieces, not wood, you know, not the appropriate type of pieces that you would bring to like a Starbucks, but a very fancy wooden base with a glass top type of chess board. And we'd bring it with us and we'd play chess and people would sometimes look We'd, we sometimes we even play with other people who were interested in playing at the at the Starbucks, but that's what we used to do. So that's the kind of thing I am talking about. Just a very and it's at night, of course. You know, you got everything. All good things happen at night. I am also a night owl, so I prefer nighttime. But it's rained, and on top of the rain, the and the rarity of rain came the rarity of me stepping out of my comfort zone. I have, I am very shy. I am really anxious when I find someone attractive and I have the opportunity to talk to them in some way, shape or form. It's weird. It's strange. It's a weird experience. And so I went for it. I asked someone to hang out. That's it. Just hang out. It wasn't a date. It wasn't anything like that, but it's not a person I've hung out with before. Then it was a big deal for me I am such a wuss. I am such a child. <laughs> it's really ridiculous. I'm fairly certain people would agree that it's a little awkward. It's a little weird for a grown man to have such a hard time. But that was me. That was my experience. And I am tempted to play sound effects, but I won't, I won't, I won't, I won't, okay. I promise, I, I won't. It's just, it's, I don't know why I have this need to play sound sometimes, because I have it, I think. You know, when you have something, you want to use it. Right, little John? Okay! No, no, that's not, it's not okay. It's... Yeah! Ah, uh, there you go. Anyway, I don't know why I needed to do that, but there you go. So yes, uh, I, I was out of my comfort zone. And the last time I was really stepping out of my comfort zone was when I was in another state for a a convention to talk to some people, a group of people. And I, I did make a friend out of it, which was, which was very nice. I didn't expect it to happen. I didn't expect to make a friend. Again, we are so consumed in our technology. I was a little surprised that uh, we made a friend. But that's the point of this convention. A lot of conventions really encourage social interactions. So I was. It was very nice to be able to socially interact with somebody and, um, again, make a new friend. Anyway, so I made a fool of myself, I think, even though I probably didn't. But in my head, I blew it out of proportion. And as a result, here we are today. And that's what I do. I, I, I overthink things. My brain goes into overdrive. So here we are at the top of the roller coaster. We're about to kind of dip down. I am... My brain has, and everyone's brain does have this this little voice in their head that talks to them. It is their conscience, maybe, or it is just them kind of manifesting a voice that represents them in their own mind. But I have one myself. I think everyone does to some degree. But mine was a little different. When I was a child, when I was a young warthog, <laughs> I experienced some things that I'm not going to talk about <laughs> some things that will haunt me for the rest of my life as a young child and growing up I had a very negative viewpoint of myself my my mind changed something snapped in me I think this is all theory when I had a therapist I mentioned this stuff they didn't come up with this conclusion I'm coming up uh, coming up with it myself and I remember being a wee child, being a wee lad of about 10, 11, or 12, around that age, around that range, it's hard to remember. When I, and I remember actively thinking, I wish I were dead. I really should kill myself. A very unusual thought to have at a young age, wouldn't you say? Very, very disturbing thought to have at a young age. But luckily, I had friends who were very nice and very encouraging. They didn't know about these voices. I never really talked about it because I didn't know what depression was at the time. And I didn't know what depression was until much later in my life. I just thought, I'm there's something wrong with me. I have the mental fortitude to push it all back and become a better person. I pushed it all away. And it didn't work. Of course, it didn't work because ghosts hunt for quite some time. And so for a very long time, I had a hard time controlling... These rather negative thoughts. So until about, again, I don't know what age, around that time, I discovered music. Which is silly to say, because music existed since the beginning of time, for the most part. And my parents listened to a lot of 80s soft rock and smooth jazz. That, Which is why I talk like this, because of that smooth jazz that I listened to as a child. And I had that type of music, but it didn't really connect with me. Back then, my friends were listening to Top 40 stuff. I wasn't really bonding with them with that type of music, despite the fact that they were, even through middle school, were making mixtapes for their crushes and doing all sorts of things like that. But I wasn't doing that. I was too busy trying to find myself. I was trying to fight these demons in my head. And I was also trying to find a way to kind of stop the voice from telling me all of these negative things. And that's when I discovered classical music. And I discovered classical music around the time that my parents thought, you know what this boy needs to do? He needs to learn how to play the piano, as all parents, I guess, at some point do for their children. They say, you know you should learn an instrument. And I, uh, piano was mine because my cousins were learning piano. And so my family thought, look, you and your sister, you're going to learn how to play piano. And so I did. And, I, and my first Pieces were the Peanuts theme or the Jurassic Park theme was my favorite song to play. Uh, Minuet in G would be a song I would play, and I got interested in classical music so much so that I found my first escape. And I listened to classical music non-stop because it made me feel good. It, it, and it sh- most importantly, it shut off that voice. Which, mind you, the voice never went away. By the way. I still hear it to this day. It's the thing that tells me what an idiot I am or that I'll ever be a success or that I'll ever make anything out of my life. There's that voice. It's tough. It's a hard thing to live with. I know. But you know what? Look, I'm rather positive. I'd like to say very encouraging. I want to see my I want to see people succeed. And so I think that's how I combat a lot of that stuff. And anyway, back to music. I know I'm leaning on a tangent there. Back to music. So here I am, I'm listening to classical music. I have it playing on my little boombox day in, day out. I buy CDs of all sorts because guess what? CDs of classical music is darn cheap. Nobody's buying classical music because it's so freely available. But I did. I, I would buy all sorts of CDs of classical music. Um... Movie scores even, because music, a lot of movie scores have that same kind of bombastic horns and drums and cymbals. But I wasn't socializing with this music. I wasn't making any friends with this music. So at the age, I don't know what age, but I keep trying to, I keep trying to figure out an age just so I can give you a timeline. But I know it was in middle school and I made a new friend. He, He, um, he, uh, it was introduced to me when I had broken my arm um, my eighth year, my eighth grade year. I broke my arm playing kickball or, as I like to tell people, fighting off a bear. I had broken my arm and I was in a sling. But I'm a large fellow. I've always been large. I've always been I'm, – I'm not incredibly tall, but I'm a big fellow. And this person was like, wow, dude, you've kind of freaked me out. I want to be your friend so you don't beat me up. And I'm like, I am passive as F. I do not – hurt people. It is not in my nature, despite the fact that I love martial arts. It is not in my nature to hurt anyone. And I've never thrown a punch ever in my life. But this friend and I became very close and we used to hang out uh, at each other's homes and he introduced me to all sorts of new music. One of which that I am unashamed to say that I am a big fan of is Ace of Bass, the Swedish 90s equivalent to ABBA. If anyone remembers ABBA, and I listened to a CD that he owned and we shared. He shared it with me, and I and I had nothing to share with him except as I as I grew into my music, uh, into my classical music phase, I adopted a love of a lot of original soundtracks of video games. So with my ASA bass, I in return gave him. My Final Fantasy 6 slash 3, actually, it might have even have been now, it might have been 2 slash 4, soundtrack of all original game music. I loved it, it was great. Come on, Final Fantasy music is so good. But yeah, so I gave him the music and we shared in our mutual love of this type of sound. And so we found new music this way. I did at least, I don't know if he necessarily did. But I found new music this way. You know, I I learned about Metallica through him. I learned about uh, Lisa Loeb through him. I I mean, I I learned and discovered a new world of music I didn't know even existed. But music wasn't our big thing. It was something, it was tangential to our friendship, but it wasn't something that we really kind of geeked out over. It wasn't until I was in my uh, junior in my high school, when I met this person who thought I was a grade A jerk. That's how our friendship started. See, in high school, ooh, this is going to be a weird tangent. In high school, I, I, I didn't really know anybody. I, I came from a small private school. I went to a public school. And I happened to look a lot like another kid that was super popular from the old middle school. I kind of inadvertently met people who knew him, who thought I was him. And so... That changed the way I approached school because, again, I'm very anxious and I'm shy and I have I'm an introvert. So I didn't really want to talk to people, but people wanted to talk to me because they thought I was this other guy. And when I corrected them, they still wanted to talk to me because I guess I was okay But I I didn't know what to say. I was very quiet. I didn't know how to really interact and socialize with other people of my age, my peers. So I would be quiet and I'd stay silent. and I would watch. i would watch my friends interact. I would just stare at them. Not for any weird, creepy reason, which I guess would now, after thinking about it, probably was a little creepy. But I'm an observer. I like to watch people. I'm a people watcher. I enjoy seeing people interact because I live vicariously through them. And I live vicariously through people online. And I live vicariously through my friends in high school. And so... My new friend or this person who was going to be my new friend thought I was a jerk because I was so pompous. He thought I was like this better than everyone type of person because I never said anything. I never really interacted. I just watched. I listened. and I laughed. I was like, do you think you're better than us? Why don't you talk to us? Say something, you fat bastard. And I didn't. And we became fast friends. And he apologized for thinking that. And we became close. And his big thing was music. So I was introduced to a whole other world of music, smashing pumpkins, bare naked ladies, uh, alternative music, um, humorous music. I was introduced to, uh, it wasn't really a soundtrack of music, but it was a, a, a CD set of Monty Python and a bunch of their skits. And he was the first person outside of my best friends at the time, he was the only one that kind of like understood my love of like video game music. And when I played a soundtrack for him, when I visited him after he'd left our school and moved to another part of the state, and I went to visit him, I, pl- I, I, we were sharing our songs, we were sharing music, we were sharing our love of, of, of the tune. And I played, uh, the ghost train theme from Final Fantasy six, and uh, slash three. And he was very patient and very polite about the type of music. But funnily enough, his sister wasn't. His sister, who uh barged into the room and said, What the hell is this noise? What is this what is this stupid like, to me it was no big deal. I, I I've been bullied and ridiculed most of my childhood, so to hear kind of like someone poo-pooing on something that I loved was not something new. But it was new to him and he was like, come on, This is great. This is what this guy loves. Like, this is great. This is a different type of music. What's wrong with you? It's different and it's unique to him because he didn't listen to, to, you know, music like that, to chiptunes or to uh, MIDI or to whatever it was. He didn't listen to that type of music. So he was very, very nice and very polite about it. and, And we bonded and it was I I felt really close to the guy. It was really nice. Like, wow, I have a really good buddy who really appreciates my weird taste in music. And, of course, in turn, I I listened to what he loved. I became a huge fan of Naked Ladies. As a matter of fact, I'm going to share some of my favorite music because I have a task for you. And I'm going to actually be introducing this to people who follow me on Twitter. But... And the task is to find new music. I'm at the point of finding new music. And he helped me find new music. But over the years, as I, as I grew older, I, I met new people who like new things. And they introduced me to new stuff. For a very long while in high school, a thing that I never shared with anyone else except for my sister, because she and I were into this. We discovered Sailor Moon. Now, Sailor Moon, for the uninitiated, I don't know who doesn't know who, who, doesn't know who Sailor Moon is. Really. But, okay, back in the mid-90s. A American dubbed version of a very popular Japanese manga and anime Sailor Moon was brought to the U.S. So much so that there were fan clubs that I was a well, I wasn't a part of. My sister was a part of. Uh, they made a soundtrack of the um, of music that was played during the show, which I owned, um, and it fit into my Diamond Rio really well. If anyone remembers the thirty two megabyte Diamond Rio uh, MP three player, but yeah, I, I, anime music was a big deal and again helped me connect with my sister she and I were became really huge fans of Japanese music of anime especially uh not really J-pop stuff mostly anime and it had to be part of an anime that we were were watching and we watched a lot of anime together growing up we watched again Sailor Moon but then we uh, discovered Tenchi Muyo and uh Ranma One Half and uh Serial Experiments Lane, which I think has one of the best theme songs. And as I got older and moved on from life or in life and stuff, I started watching more adult anime that had still good music, like Perfect Blue, or um, not necessarily Ghost in the Shell. They didn't really have good music, but I mean, like, I, I my taste in music evolved. Also, as I got older, I started dating, and I. One of my date siblings was really into, um, or one of my girlfriend at the time's uh, sibling was really into, I don't know why dating, or, I think, was Naruto. And a lot of my favorite anime music comes from Naruto. And it's funny I should mention Naruto as well as, um, ba- uh, Bare Naked Ladies. I know I'm jumping around a lot because it's, uh, you know, I, it's a lot of stuff. And I don't know if anyone really cares about this music because for me, music, there's a story behind a lot of music. There's a reason why music connects with you and stays with you a certain song, a certain tune for me, my favorite movie of all time, of all time, Jurassic Park, which is kind of tied with Scott Pilgrim versus the world. Those are my two number ones. I can't, I really can't. It's like ch- trying to choose between my, my two children. I cannot choose, but those two movies are my absolute favorites. And Scott Pilgrim has an amazing soundtrack. So does Jurassic Park. I really love Jurassic Park music too. That the, the theme alone is just amazing, but yeah, I, I don't know. I, I, I mean, I'm always, I'm always a little hesitant to share stuff like that with other people, despite the fact that like people are perfectly happy to share stuff with me. I, again, the friend that I met at that convention that I mentioned way earlier uh, loves to share with me her favorite type of music, which is a lot of um, salsa and bachata uh, style music, very upbeat, but very dancey type of music. Uh, all of it's in usually Spanish she also introduced me to some South African music and things like that. She really loves music and she likes to share it. It's very cool to kind of listen to new and different things that I don't normally listen to back to my ex-girlfriend's uh, sibling. They introduced me again to Naruto and uh, the themes that they use in that anime were amazing. I, I, I can't emphasize how much I love the, the, some of the songs on there. I don't know if it's Azu or AZU, but uh, for you top three of my favorite music to listen to, like I, can put that on and just feel you know because it's a great song it's uh it's very encourage it's a very encouraging type of song but if I need something to kind of put myself up uh also from Naruto bluebird love that man that that's such a good song I, I mind you it's not limited to, to uh Naruto, but it I have other am I saying it even properly am I making a fool out of myself with the, the my pronunciations anyway so there's that but I bonded with my friends through music, and I continued to bond with at least one friend with music. And I wanted to, to be able to to learn what music that you love. I want to know what you love because it gives me a, uh, a looking glass into even your personality, into what you're into. For instance, ACU, uh, Azu, uh, for you. Uh, I heard that at a time when I was really... I was in a bad place. Me and the ex were in a bad place. And I heard the song and it was, again, very encouraging, very um, uplifting. If I remember the American lyrics properly, the English uh, lyrics properly, it is. When I was at peak happiness in high school, I had a friend of mine who loved to sing. And she and I would sing quite often to music on the radio. And one of the songs I learned was Bare Naked Ladies One Week which again was thanks to my my buddy who introduced me to Bare Naked Ladies in the first place. But Bare Naked Ladies was a, a huge hit thanks to, I think, Clueless or one of those movies. And so I learned the song and I learned how to sing it and I had a good time. The same thing with, there's another song, it's in Spanish. I, I don't want to butcher the name of the song. It was from a telenovela called uh, Mi Pequeña Traviesa. Uh, it was their theme and I learned it as well. I really liked that song. It, it, it. It's a big love song. I think it's Tiquero Tanto. I think it's the name of the, the song. Love it because it's. it was at a time when I was lonely and I wanted to feel love. And it's a, it's a battle. It's a, it is a song about love. But I think my all-time favorite song, and I don't know what this is about me, in all honesty, because there's no like memory attached to this. I just really love this song. And I want to hear from you as well. Please, please tell me what your favorite music is, uh, what, what you dance to. What gets you moving, what makes you sad, even what makes you cry. I'm gonna share some of the songs that make me cry. But the one number one song, the song that I can't not stop and listen to and even sing along with is Welcome to Atlanta, the remix, Jermaine Dupree, Snoop Dogg, Jay-Z. Sadly, no ludicrous. Luda did not make it to the remix, even though he was a part of the original song. I love, love, love Welcome to Atlanta. It is so I don't know what it is. I think it's because it's just like, hey, this is what we do while we're in Atlanta. And here's some other hip hop artists that are going to share what they do in their neck of the woods. Wow, that was really lame for me to explain, wasn't it? So lame. Before we get off this roller coaster ride of emotion, let me just finish with a couple of songs that make me sad. Hmm. So there's a song called Nine Crimes by Damien Rice. It's a song about cheating. Yeah, I didn't. Uh, mind you, I wasn't the one who was cheating, so I'll just leave it at that. Whiskey lullaby, whiskey lullaby, by um, Alison Krauss and uh, Brad Paisley, country song. Love, con- oh God, okay, sorry. I keep saying I love all this stuff. I do really do. Music is such a great outlet, and it's again a great way to share experiences. But I had, um, I had an ex girlfriend who love country music, introduced me to country. And what I love about country is that it does tell a story and it does give you a full emotional spectrum in the basis of that story. Not all of it is sad, of course, or even happy. Some of it is just ridiculous. But I think that's what I like about it. It doesn't, sometimes it just doesn't take itself too seriously like a lot of other genres of music do. So I I, I do enjoy country. The Whiskey Lullaby, which uh, I listen to when I'm feeling particularly... When the voice in my head is a little too loud, sometimes I have to hear that to kind of quiet it down and just feel what I need to feel at the time. So the last thing I'm going to say, now that I've mentioned all the types of music I like, the last thing I'm going to say is that it all boils down to this. Music is a great way to bring people together. For a very long while, I I had a group of friends that I still talk to and still hang out with every once in a while. But life has found a way to have them do other things. But we used to do karaoke. And we would sing Bohemian Rhapsody and things like that. But I loved it. I, I, I really felt at peace when I was with them. And I felt really good when I was with them, listening to, that, listening to them sing to their favorite songs. Because they would pick the songs that they love to sing to. And I would pick the songs that I love to sing to. And we would just all kind of sing together. And whether we were good or whether we were bad, we never laughed at each other. Except for when the song was funny. Or when we kind of overdid it. But we never made fun of each other. We just shared in a moment where we were all in one place, enjoying good music and just having fun. And I miss it. Music, I miss, I miss sitting with somebody and just listening to music. I'll see sometimes out there in the wild two people sharing a pair of earbuds, listening to some song that they're really into. Usually it's younger people, of course, who do that, but older people have done it as well. I've seen it and it's just lovely. It's lovely. I, I yeah. So what's your favorite music? What song makes you feel? Let me know. I want to know. Online Friend Simulator, OFS Show at gmail.com. Just leave me a voicemail, 347 450 If you can, please do. I'm on iTunes. Uh, check it out on the Apple podcast. Just look up online friend simulator. I'm right there. Leave a review. Let people know whether you like the show or not. You can be bad. Tell them it sucks. You know, let them know that this is something to avoid or let them know that there's something worth listening to, please. Since your sarcasm.net is the website. Finally, AKA the other guy is me on, uh, the Twitters, go ahead and check me out there. Please follow me. Um, I could use some friendly followers. That'd be nice. I don't usually like pimping this out, but I already have it. It's been up for a while and I really need to do something with it, but I will. I will. Uh, I have a Patreon, patreon.com slash aka the other guy. That's for pretty much everything I do. If you want to hear more of this stuff, uh, I'm going to do it anyway, whether you, (laughs) whether you help contribute or not. It's just there. If you, if you got a buck to spare, that's the place to go. Anyway, thanks for listening. Thank you for spending time with me. I really do appreciate it. Take care of yourselves, please. And, We'll get together again next time. I shouldn't say next week because I don't know if I'm going to do it next week. But next time, we'll get together. We'll have some good times. We'll have some fun. Bye.